It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John. That guy who dropped the ball is the reason the Kardashians are famous Kardashians because... Are famous. Ha! Yeah, no, that's Mike Vrabel, a Stanley Steamer carpet cleaner, dude. You know, he'll steam over some of the shittiest carpets you've ever seen. And Brando. Talking bills with your family could be like talking politics sometimes if Tremaine Edmonds' contract comes into discussion. On Buffalo Rumblings. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Brando tonight. Pat's out. Got some obligations, so uh, Brandon and I will be rolling. Might get a hold of Pat tomorrow, so you might have some bonus Pat content at the end of the show. Game picks. I don't know. want to make too many. Uh, yeah, maybe the some nitty game gritty. picks at the end. Uh, We're into the nitty gritty. We'll see. Yeah. But we are, of course, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. You can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. Brando, how's your uh, Wednesday evening going so far? It's the day the kids get off school for Christmas break. And well, by the time this comes out on Friday, it'll be the day after because Thursday is our last day. But it's like the worst week for any teacher ever. If you if you know any teachers, the three days before Christmas or the four days before Christmas are the most difficult. Kids do wild stuff. They're squirrely. They don't like to listen. Every no one wants to be there. The, the teachers want to be home. The kids want to be home. No one wants to work. All right, like it's like get through these <laughs> couple days. And thankfully. When we get through it, we'll be rewarded with Christmas, a Bills game, and a generational snowstorm, as they say. So add that to the list of vocabulary for this show. Generational loser. Speaking of vocabulary, uh, bomb cyclone coming back into rotation here. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So so do you do the cop out where you put on a movie for the kids, like for the last three days? Oh, that's right, man. Oh, no. Yeah. Health, we're doing a project. I was going to say, when you have to put on a movie when you're teaching health class, it's not a good one usually. So, no, (laughs) it's so funny because we just watched one and the kids hated it. Yeah. But it's like what tobacco does to your body and it's 12 minutes. Yeah. It's not not like like you're not putting on, you know, the Shrek Christmas special or anything like that before the holidays. So, we're playing reindeer tag in uh, gym. So, that's nice. Nice. Nothing else. Yeah. How about you? How's uh, Tennessee? Good, good. Getting ready to go back to Buffalo this week. So, uh, Hopefully traveling on Friday won't be as much of a pain as it seems like it's going to be. I'm flying into Albany though. So hopefully that will make it a little bit better at least, but we'll see. Yeah. Had to make some uh, stops at the mall today and that was just bizarre. I haven't been to a mall in like over a year and today was not the day to do it. So uh, would not recommend. Nope. Anyway, we got some game picks to get into good slate of games this weekend. Uh, Some interesting spreads. So uh, let's get into it. For the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums. All right, first up on the docket, we got Buffalo at Chicago. <laughs> What's the temperature supposed to be for this game? Like wind, wind chills you. below not zero. Not healthy. Yeah, not good. Not good. There is no question of heaters or no heaters on the bench for this one. Like you, <laughs> you need them, or the NFLPA will have a lot of cases to deal with after yeah, this. Yeah, you go so. to jail. Yeah, that. yeah. So, anyway, Buffalo is nine point favorites as of now. Um, I think they were ten point favorites at some point, but I can imagine. I just saw eight and a half. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, we can pick eight and a half. I like right. that too. Like then that. we're not we're not going to have a uh, threat of a nine point win and a and a push is pretty low, but eight point five makes me feel better. 
especially because you already know my pick. I mean, come on, picking Buffalo. Who could you possibly pick? I know, right? It's almost like I have this filled out on the scoreboard already. Anyway, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you think? We've uh, we've picked Buffalo a couple weeks here in a row and got burned by the spread. Um, haven't cleared the spread since New England. So how are you feeling about eight and a half points? Uh, I don't know. The Bills are just getting tough luck with their spread numbers this year. Because like if you if you get a ten or higher number, I I'd almost always take the other team. But these you know seven and a half through nine and a half are tricky because we haven't played like a blowout team but we still win these games so you get teams like miami and you know who else covered green bay barely and what do they cover i don't remember but it's been close bills haven't been great against the spread i'm going to take the bills only because eight and a half is enough for me to say they can do it the bears have 33 total touchdowns 17 rushing 16 passing so 33 touchdowns in what 15 games are averaging like two tutties a game where Buffalo has what Josh Allen alone has 35. So, you know, you're, you're looking at that 17 point per game mark for Chicago and you're looking at that 30 point per game mark for Buffalo. So that that's enough for me to take the bills minus eight and a half. Nice. Yeah. I, I hesitate with this pick only because, you know, Chicago has a game record in Justin Fields and I would not doubt that he just, he seems to do it every game. He's going to get a long rush, probably going to get a touchdown on the ground as he has most weeks for the past, you know, eight or so weeks of the season. Um, But yeah, I think Buffalo clears the spread here. It's going to be interesting seeing this game without Mitch Morse, most likely. So uh, we'll see how it goes. But I'm uh, I'm definitely encouraged by that eight and a half not being a 10 or 11 point spread. I think eight and a half is is fair for this team. So uh, I'm, I'm still taking Buffalo there. For the record, they are actually 20.7 points per game, while the Bills are 27.5 points per game. So one may say Vegas is spot on with this line, which is super interesting to me, how accurate that they have been recently. Yeah. How do you get that job? How do you be a line picker or a line setter? You can probably work in a couple fields with those statistic skills. You know, you could probably be like an insurance underwriter or go work in Vegas. Yeah, something. <laughs> Anyway, next up on the docket, we've got the Giants going into Minnesota. Minnesota, of course, had that crazy game last week. Uh, how are you feeling about this one? Minnesota, what happened, right? You see that they have the... Do you think they have one of the highest ceilings, lowest floors of contenders? I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Because, you know, 36 points and a half, but your defense gave up 33 points and a half, so... Boomer bust potential here and the Giants battling for their playoff lives, right? Coming off that crazy win where the refs should be disgracefully removed from their families and their jobs and everything. <laughs> <From> their families. <laughs> uh, uh, um, you know, it cost me 50 bucks. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But Kiss your family goodbye. I think, yeah, give me Minnesota. They do everything the Giants do, but better. They're yeah. both bad teams, I think, but I'll take uh, Minnesota in this one. Yeah, it's hard not to. This one, this, the spread, I'm going to have to pull it up here. I think it was only like three or four points, which was The Giants are plus me. three and a half right plus now. Plus three and a half. Minus 113 on the money line, which is interesting because Vikings beat, the Lions beat the Vikings, the Lions beat the Giants. You know, Vikings almost lose to the Colts. Vikings beat the bills it's like this who beat who but i lost to you kind of thing have you seen the wheel of parody in the nfl yeah yeah is that crazy that came out like it was complete 
right after the Eagles got their first loss. Yeah. All the way, all the way around. Team A beat Team B. It went 32 teams in a circle. And it's crazy yeah. how that works. So uh actually I have it. I have it right here. Uh with the commanders win over the Eagles. The 2022 NFL's circle of parody is complete. This was from Field Yates. He tweeted this. Yep. That's crazy. Hey, next up, Cincinnati at New England. Bengals are only three-point favorites in this. For some very close spreads for some tight December football. Now, granted, the game is in New England, but, you know, we know what both these teams are capable of. So is there anything preventing you from taking Cincinnati here? No, I sh- I I want to go like bet money on it right now before it changes to anything else because Cincinnati plus three against New England. Cincinnati min- off Cincinnati of a- minus three. Okay, well Cincinnati. I okay, that's a little. I, I thought you said plus three, or maybe you said New England plus three. Well, New England plus um, three is the same as Cincinnati. Yeah, minus same three. thing. Yeah, I missed. I mixed up <laughs> numbers, man. Numbers are hard. Uh, but the Bengals. Only giving three points. Yeah, that's crazy. At, mi- at minus 115. Yeah, that's an awesome bet. Is there going to be a weather event here? Is that why it's so different? But New England, man, they just got crushed. They are destroyed. They had the worst loss in NFL history, maybe. Who knows what that can do to a psyche of a locker room against a former coach. Give me the Bengals all day minus there. I'm betting it right now. <laughs> I like it. I was thinking about doing a little parlay based on how close some of these spreads are now this one might catch your eye and it caught my eye for a second but and then i then i remembered the reason i was like oh okay that makes sense so big game of the week that we've all been looking forward to this is on christmas let me see if this game is i think this game is on christmas eve yes uh 3 25 p.m on saturday eagles at cowboys this one's been circled on the schedule fox probably protected this game to keep it from going to prime time i would imagine Anyway, Dallas is minus five in this game, despite Philly being, you know, I don't want to say more dominant, but record wise, you know, you can argue about their schedules and stuff like that. But the Cowboys coming off an overtime walk off loss to the Jaguars. And uh, this is in Dallas, so that helps. But minus five. And I was like, whoa, okay." And then I remember, okay, Jalen Hurts might be out for this game. That's yeah, that's the reason. Even if he plays, it'll be a sheltered version of Jalen Hurts, I think. You see a big dose of Miles Sanders in that game. I don't love the Cowboys this year. Eagles are a better team. I really do think that. But I'm taking the Cowboys in this game. Philly is on a roll. They have a lot of wins against bad teams. So this real test coming to town, they're not fully healthy. It doesn't really mean much to them. They still have a big lead in the NFC. So this could be a game I see them drop. Yeah. I I have to go with Dallas as well. If Jalen Hurts plays, I would maybe pick Philly in this game, but Philly really doesn't I mean, how many games up are they right now? They are 13 NFC and 1. Standings. They're 3 games yeah. ahead of the Cowboys at this point with 3 games to go. I don't see yeah. them worrying about it. All they got to do is pick up a win in their next 3 games and they pretty much assured the one seed at that point. I mean, you have the Vikings at 11 and 3. I just think if you're the Eagles, the worst thing you can do is put Jalen Hurts out there and get him injured. So, you know, yep. I think they're even... Who's their backup? Do you know? Do we know? It's not I, Nick Foles, right? No, I don't think he's... he's I think it's Gardner Minshew. Jacksonville. I want to oh, say it's Gardner yeah. Minshew. Okay, I like Gardner Minshew. Next up, we got Vegas at Pittsburgh. 
I have not written down a pick for this one yet because <laughs> I'm really, really on the fence. I always want to pick Las Vegas if I can. But going into Pittsburgh, this is the time of the year that Mike Tomlin uh, surprises us all and pulls out. Wait a minute. Hang on. Is Mitchell Trubisky starting this game or is Kenny Pickett back? I think it's still questionable. Uh, if it's Mitchie Biscuits, sorry, I'm, I'm going with Vegas. Returns from concussion protocol three hours ago. Expected to start against Raiders. Mike Tomlin okay. says. All right, I'll take Pittsburgh then. I mean, it doesn't take much to pass on uh, Las Vegas' uh, secondary, so pretty much anyone can get passing yards against them. So if yeah. you can just slow them down a little bit on offense and contain Devontae Adams, then you're good. That's the formula. What about What do you think? TJ Watt, the stat That's, where he plays games that, and they just win. So I'm going to take him every time. But I did interesting thing. I read a tweet yesterday. JJ Watt's a free agent. And I just thought this because uh, Terrell Edmonds is out of practice for the Steelers. But I read somewhere that they said both Watt brothers and all three Edmonds brothers could end up on the Steelers next year in a realistic you it's know. not that far off. It's not that uh, far off, yeah. Let's see. Chase Edmonds, who went from the Dolphins to the 49ers now. You know. Is he? I think, yeah. So he was he was involved in the trade for Jeff Wilson. Okay. Um, where they swapped running backs. And I can't remember if someone else was involved in that trade. But yeah, he was, he was not getting time, you know, obviously behind Raheem Mostert. And he still is not getting time now that Christian McCaffrey is in San Francisco. He's a running back. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I was thinking yep. he played defense. There is but no, there's that's, a, the, that's, that's the terrible. other Edmonds brother. Yep. He plays safety. Terrell Edmonds, who, yeah, yep. he's, he plays safety for the Steelers, right? Yep. Cool. That's, that is funny that you could end up with the Watt brothers and the Edmonds brothers. But I'm taking Pittsburgh. As long as TJ Watts in the lineup, I feel like I got a good handle on my odds of winning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It would make it easier for all the parents at those games, you know, picking what jersey to wear. Yeah. I mean, they don't need the jerseys that are split down the middle. You just yep. pick up a bunch of Steelers jerseys. I, I told you when set. I met Mrs. Edmonds, she has a jean jacket that was split Steelers bills. I, yeah. I met their family. They were super awesome. Um, but they they had to have these custom made shirts to have support for all of them. That's funny. so funny. That was week yeah. five. We played that. Yeah. Well, hopefully they don't go to the Pro Bowl where all of them make it and then have to figure out a third part of the shirt or like Steelers pants, you know, Dolphins. Well, it'd be 49ers now, all three of them. But damn, what a talented family. Right. Anyway, uh, Christmas Day, we have Green Bay going to Miami. Um, Do you see any way that this spread is also closer than you would think? Like, give me a spread off the top of your head. What do you think this game would be if you were making the odds? In Miami. Four. Plus Miami minus four. Did you look at this? No, dude. You should, you might be uh, applying for odds maker job. It, it is Miami minus four. Interesting. On ESPN, so uh, they're home. But Aaron Rodgers is not done yet. They're not officially eliminated from playoff contention. And they were talking about you know the whole one game at a time thing. They have to win out, but they have to have it's like the Giants have to lose two. The Lions have to lose two. It's this crazy scenario, but they're not officially eliminated yet. And Rodgers was talking about how, you know, he can, he kind of has a little bit of swagger back after they've won a couple games. And I don't think they'll be very good. Dolphins need to win one game to like lock up a wild card spot. And this could be it. Bounce back. They've lost three in a row. Tyreek Hill is going to have a better game. Jalen Waddell is on pace for an awesome season. He's already got 1,100 yards. 
Tua's got to bounce back. Tua didn't play bad, but this defense in Green Bay is different. So give me, give me the Dolphins in this one. Yeah. I'm going Dolphins too. I wonder if they need two out of the next three to lock off a playoff spot or if they only need one. Like, I wonder if they're at eight and six right now, right? Yeah. So they would be finishing at nine and eight with one more, one more win. I wonder how that would shake out. I mean, they might clinch before they have that last game, though. True, true. Depending so. on how, like, who else is in the hunt in the AFC right now? I mean, the, technically the Steelers aren't eliminated yet either, right? Jets and Patriots are probably the other two teams that you're looking at that really need to uh, win two out of three or three out of three, realistically. Titans are seven and seven, but they have that terrible division. Chargers and Dolphins both at eight and six. And then the teams on the hunt are Jets, Patriots with seven losses, Jags with eight losses, Raiders with eight losses, Steelers with eight losses, and Browns with eight losses. So, you know, any of those teams pick up one more loss. New England looks like the Bengals. They play the Bengals. Jets play the Jags, who are battling each other. If the Jags win out, their last game of the season's against the Titans, and it could be for the division. Right. Without right. Ryan Tannehill now, breaking news out could be out for the season. Pat's devastated somewhere. But yep. <laughs> it'll be interesting. So any of those teams could lose one, and it would be a, uh, you know, a much easier scenario. The, the playoff numbers are funny because 9-8 and eight to get you in the playoffs, right? You see these teams, how much better is a nine and eight team than the, you know, seven and 10 team or six and 11 team. And these teams are getting the playoffs. What's happening. We are all too familiar with the, in the hunt scenarios and, and doing the math on this team has to beat this team and all that stuff. 17 years of that and finishing seven to nine. So then everything in between there. Anyway, sweet. That's all of our picks. Uh, we'll get Pat on possibly tomorrow to make his picks or he'll just text them to me and we'll fill in the scoreboard. A little bit of a breaking news update. The Pro Bowl rosters were announced. Um, this is not breaking news for you guys on Friday. This <laughs> just happened now for us. Um, but the four Buffalo Bills who were elected to the Pro Bowl were Stefan Diggs, Jordan Poyer, Josh Allen, and Mitch Morse. So uh, congrats. Guys, no from the Bills, Matt Milano, unfortunately. Matt Milano is constantly going to get slept on. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's crazy. I mean, again, people think linebacker. They're still voting for middle linebackers all around, probably. You know, across the league, there's not a lot of love for weak side linebackers. Do you so. see? Does it say who the linebackers were? Did you find it? Let me see. I might have to. I was I was deep into the NFL's Twitter. Yeah, I got it right here. Let me see. You do? Okay, cool. Anthony Marino just tweeted also, I try not to ever complain about the Pro Bowl, but I'm surprised to see Matt Milano off the list. Yeah. Outside nice. linebacker. Top of my feed as soon as I refresh it. It's good. Twitter knows. See, this is tricky because they really kind of give pass rushers outside linebacker reps or titles. So Matt Judon, Cleo Mack, and TJ Watt are all hand on the ground defensive ends, but they count them as Outside, outside linebackers. linebackers. Whereas then you go, when you go up to defensive end, you have Miles Garrett, Max Crosby, and Trey Hendrickson. Um, and then the the inside middle linebackers are Roquan Smith from the Ravens and CJ Mosley from the Jets. Let's show the highlight of CJ Mosley jumping off sides, costing his team. The game. <laughs> right. I love it. So congrats to those guys. Jordan Boyer, $500,000 contract bonus for making the Pro Bowl. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That's they nice added that into his deal when they went to give him a little bump. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, that's that's kind of a win situation for 
a team and a player as well. Cause I mean, obviously if you're a player, you want to protect against all any and all injury. So, you know, if you tear your ACL on the first day of practice, you don't want to walk home with nothing, you know, but as going through the season, you know, you get these incentives. So if you do get injured, you know, your team's not giving you a bunch of cap money that isn't getting used on the field basically. And it was a good deal. For everybody. If you, yeah. If you're a player yeah. and you're outstanding, like Jordan Poyer is, you know, you're getting bonuses for your accolades and he's probably, I mean, does he get an all pro po- uh, bonus again? I think so. That? And then he has an interception bonus and I want to say, uh, AFC Championship and Super Bowl bonus. I remember reading the details in this contract. Interesting. Well, I mean, hey, let's hope that all of those hit. And he probably leads the Bills in interceptions, right? Or he's tied with four, but it's got less games played. Yeah. But shout out to the Buffalo Bills Pro Bowl votes. I mean, God, can you you remember last year, Josh Allen wasn't initially voted to the Pro Bowl? (laughs) Like, it's just wild. It's, It's a popularity contest and, you know. Which Tua lost, unfortunately. Tua Tua was not, I mean, it is, it's a crowded AFC too. So you got Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and Josh Allen. And Tua might've been fourth in that list. Lamar. Lamar as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Ravens are having kind of a weird year here, but. Herbert. No, he's Herbert as well. All these guys. It's freaking crazy. I don't know if you saw that throw from Herbert against the Titans. It was. For Mike Williams to set up the running kick. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about it in the podcast a couple of weeks ago. I had a flashback yeah. to it when I saw that play. It's like there are three guys on this planet who can make that throw. Yeah, and that's, I don't that's, want to play them. That's yeah, that's that's my case for not putting to a over Justin Herbert even yeah. at this point because I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, and then uh, interesting, Jalen Waddle got left off. He's got twelve hundred yards receiving. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, I guess it's hard when you're overshadowed. You know, right. just who's coming off? By, right. That's always the question. Because wide receivers are Tyreek Hill, Diggs, Adams, and Chase. Yeah. You know, are well, they going to send put two? Waddle above, yeah. They're going to send two from the Dolphins. But, but. All right, oh, let's well. get a break in here while we have a second, and we'll be right back with some Brando's bets, so uh, stick around. Another win. We're kind of rolling them together now. That's fun. At least close par- partial of the parlays hitting. You don't always have to hit each individual parlay leg together. You can bet them separately as well. But John, you've been on a little bit of a streak. I've been on a little bit of a streak here. We like seeing that around the holidays. Put some extra money in your pocket. And I think this bet this week will do that. Both of these quarterbacks famously are fullbacks and running backs and Josh even plays receivers sometimes, but Justin Fields, I want to say is averaging almost 70 yards a game on the ground. Allen's averaging 52 on the ground. Fields might even be higher than 70 because he just cracked a thousand yards in what? 15 games. So that's uh, a lot of yards rushing. His 15 touchdown passes are obviously no Josh Allen's touchdown passes with what? 33 now, but with the weather being a factor, yeah, I feel like it could go both ways. Quarterbacks don't want to get hit in the cold, but these guys are two tough SOBs 
So they're going to be out there rushing. So I got them both over 50 yards on the ground. And that's my Brando bet of the week. You could put the bills on the money line if you want to add to that. You could put them both for rushing touchdowns if you want to add for that. But Brando's bet, both Justin Fields and Josh Allen over 50 rushing yards on the game for Christmas Eve. Nice. Uh, do we have an odds estimate for that? I yet? don't. I have no odds. Nothing's up yet with the weather being so finicky. Where's the game going to be played? Is the game even going to be played? Could it be in Detroit? Could it be anywhere else? We will see. Historic weather. Can't do it here. Can't do it in Chicago. You want? I mean, Detroit's probably like, what's going on, guys? But, <laughs> um, yeah. Can you imagine you having three games in that stadium in the same year in the, in the regular season? <laughs> be kind of weird right yeah and on that turf i'm not i don't want to see that turf again no definitely not Uh, also i don't know if uh, anyone else noticed this but we are in the white on blue uniform combo white tops blue bottoms and uh last time we wore that combo was thanksgiving and uh yeah so obviously we won but lost Von Miller in the process. I believe those are the uniforms we wore in, let's see, it would have been New Orleans last year. Oh, why uh, are you going down this path? Why are you doing those this? Are the, those oh. are the unis. I mean, it's, there's some crazy, I mean, the Houston playoff loss, the white on blues, there's, there's a lot of heartbreaking losses in the white on blues. And there's actually, you know, you know, we've talked about this multiple times on the podcast. You probably heard about it and are like, yeah, we get it guys. Um, but uh, <laughs> Matt Warren had a great article a little while ago actually looking at the win percentage and um after after that happened it's so funny the bills the bills wear them much more seldomly they much more frequently go white on white the stormtrooper unis which i think are much more sharp um so i do like that better than subbing out the blue pants but it'll be blue pants so everybody stay safe and i hope we play this on a, on a grass field not that it'll like i mean it's going to be a frozen field too so not that that's that much better than uh you know ford field but I like to bet both guys over 50 yards. Yep. Yep. I hope I to see you. them put on a show. I was going to say Allen more than fields on the ground, but that's just, I don't think that would hit Justin Fields is their offense with his legs. And that one run that he had with the spin move. Did you see this where he went like 50 yes. yards, spin oh, move out insane. of bounds. Um, that was a highlight reel, but then Josh counters with his own 40 something, 43 yard run in the Dolphins game where he probably scores if he doesn't trip himself up a little bit and stumble around the 10 yard line. I thought he had a a full head of steam. It looked like he was getting faster as he was getting downfield more. He was just accelerating. Um, So the battle of these two, you know, one of a kind. Well, now it's two of a kind because no one else really runs like them. Lamar's more elusive. These guys can really power you down. They can stiff you stiff arm you down to the ground. They can truck you. They can hurdle you. These are not the, well, they are, they can beat you with speed, but they're not like Lamar where he's avoiding contact and stuff like that. All right. Josh, Josh has rushed for over 49 and a half yards. So 50 plus, uh, 43% of the time. Yeah. The all this season, this season, that's just this season games. So he's also been the leading rusher, like eight out of 15 games, right? That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd expect it in this kind of game. It's December. They're ready. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes if they're playing a team that they think they can beat handily, then they'll kind of contain him. But um, this just seems like one of those games where he's going to end up having a bunch of yards. And hopefully he doesn't have to take any hits to do it. He said his elbow was feeling good. 
That's good. Off the injury yeah. report, the Q from my fantasy team has disappeared, which is encouraging going into Brando's and mine. Uh, big, big matchup this weekend. So what would this be considered? The semis? I think so. This is the semifinals. And then also I was looking at our NABP league and it looks like, so playoffs are two weekends per matchup. If that makes sense. So if you have a stinky week, you can make up for it and vice versa. You get the two scores added together. Cool. I like that. Um, That was the default setting that we had when we pulled out the, uh, you know, you and I are co-commissioners. Yeah. John, you, uh, sorry. I'm underdog. I'm 42% to win. You're 58. You're projected 142. I got 121. So. We'll underdog. See. I have been. Here's the thing with fantasy. I was favored in every single matchup this season up until like 14 games. And I was seven and seven through that. So, you know, I've uh, haven't been able to trust the projections as much as I'd like to this year. But Over promise to under deliver. Exactly. So anyway, with the NABP league in the two weeks, the ending of the championship is going to be week 18, which I was, thought it was crazy that a format would set up like that because you're probably going to have a lot of guys sitting yeah, possibly. So true. we'll see how that affects things because Jalen Hurts is my quarterback for that league <laughs> as well. So <laughs> good chance Uh-oh. that he sits week 18 yeah. for the NABP league, but we'll see. Good luck to everybody out there. In their playoffs. Hey, happy Friday, guys. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Uh, stay safe with the storm coming. You know, don't drive if you don't need to. Have fun visiting your families and uh, have fun watching the Bills game. So, yeah, go Sabres and uh, go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs>